Welcome to Weekend Rental, episode 126. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan, and I'm joined by Andy. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> All right, if you enjoy our content, head on over to geekade.com where you're going to find podcasts on video games, movies, music, comics, and so much more. Uh, geekade.com, what's your geek? All right. I don't even know where to start with this one. It's been a light. I think we've all been not gaming so much, right? Mm, yeah, not too much. Have you played anything? No, the only thing on my list is something that my son has been playing. So I can get into that if you want to. Yeah, my, just, I've been shoulder watching my son play some of that too. Why don't you kick it off? Sure. So yeah, uh, Bug Snacks. Notorious. Bug Snacks, the PlayStation 5 exclusive? Yeah, the Notorious PlayStation 5 exclusive. That just dropped on everything else. Now for free on Game Pass. Uh, yeah, it was weird, huh? Yeah. Which I think is like an updated or has expansion or something like that now, too. I don't know. But uh, yeah, my son picked that up. I started a little bit and I'm like, I think he would like this more than I would. So I've been letting him play and kind of watch. And uh, he's having a pretty good time with it. Overall. Um thinks it's really silly which it is which, i mean a, a game called bug snacks you'd expect that i guess yeah um it's i'm kind of scared that he finds it endlessly fun to just like turn every single body part of some of these people into the most horrifying <laughs> combination of i don't even know shish kebabs and like hot dog arms and raspberry seed strawberry seed skin and oh it's yeah that was the one thing with that game that i didn't really delve too much into what it was actually like like i didn't realize it was gonna be so like crafting and kind of like world building heavy um until i was watching my son play some of that and at least there's some depth there i guess but yeah it's a weird ass concept yeah. art style is great though <clears throat> yeah for that type of game yeah yeah definitely yeah i mean there's a lot more story in it than I was expecting. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, like conversation aspects to it, even like an interview section where you have to learn information that way. But, uh, overall, it seems like it's like kind of the point of the game is just to get everybody back to the town, like get the gang together type thing. At least so far, I'm guessing it probably turns into something else toward the end, mm. but, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, it looks like the perfect thing for that age kid. But I don't know if I'd need to spend more than, like, <laughs> a couple hours with it to really yeah, really get into it. So my... I feel... Oh, go ahead. I was, I was just saying that my, uh, my son has a little bit of trouble combining all the tools together sometimes. And I think that's a little bit tricky because it demands, like, a weapon wheel style of picking the tool and then oh sure doing a action with that tool and then also doing the same thing with another tool at the same time and like doing it within a time period and sometimes you have to press x sometimes it's the left bumper and trying yeah, to remember all that in you know a window of 
five seconds that you have to catch something. It's been, a, it's, he's been having trouble, you know, having that muscle memory, I think so far, but. Well, and for that type of game too, it's like, why overcomplicate it? Like it doesn't need to be there. You're right. So streamline it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a couple think, of those that are, you need like three tools or something all in a matter of seconds just to combine two different bug snacks to attack each other and do some other thing. And yeah. 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 I think, I don't know how far my son got in at least a couple hours, but I think he kind of fell off cause he was getting into that real heavy. Um, and he's been playing on his Chromebook through X cloud. But ever since that crash a couple weeks ago, uh, stuff hasn't kind of been running right with X cloud. Like even on my series X, really like playing indie games and stuff, just it's so stuttery and like jarring. And the refresh thing is constant. I played like a simple indie game and it was unplayable the other day. I had to just shut it down. So kind of kept him from going back in there and picking back up. Yeah. I guess I haven't tried it lately, but huh? Yeah. That's interesting to know. Yeah, it was one of those like, of course, things where it's down on like a Friday through part of Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's like when everybody wants to be using mm-hmm. it. And and then I don't know if it's just something with like the Xbox console update that kind of just really screwed with the streaming or what it is. But like my even my Xbox Series X has been weird. And uh, my boss said his is kind of the same thing. Like it kicks me back to the dashboard, like when I launch games and it's just not. I don't know. Like, I don't know if there was an update or if it's just their back end. That's like ju- a little bit off. Cause it's, it's not the sleek experience you'd expect from your $500 console. Huh? Yeah. Not that the interface was ever spectacular, but <laughs> it at least ran really well. Yeah. Um, until, until now. So yeah. I don't know. It, it did a weird thing where I like, so maybe there was an update or maybe it was the fact that the system was down, but it had logged me out of my profile. And then when I logged back in, it asked me three consecutive times to confirm that my phone number was correct in the contact info. Wow. Like verification info. And I was like, I just answered this. And then, yeah, it went right from that to like every game I launched, it would just like crap the bed and go right back to the home screen. So, huh. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I missed all of that. It was, must have mm. been away, but yeah. Huh. It's not good. It's not good. I, um, I haven't played much of anything. I will probably give the final. I'm sure everyone's just thrilled to hear the ARC update again. Who <laughs> listens? But I was going to give the final update where I had finally managed to get back to my Xbox after being gone on the trip, dealing with getting my basement back in order. And I put that, I loaded that game in. I went to our uh, base. It was a sad state of affairs. Uh, you were crumpled. Um, you had passed out on your knees and fallen backwards on the floor. You're the only body left in our building. Oh, so then I opened the door and there was some stranger standing there in front of my face. Um, really? And then I looked and the, the, the degradation factor from being AFK is real on that game. Our walls are gone. <laughs> There's like every fourth panels up. Basically all we had left was our, our chests, the one room hut and your windmill. And that was pretty much it. Wow. Every, everything was dead. My cryopod dead. I didn't have pants on for some reason. I don't know what you did with me. I'm blaming <laughs> you. Uh, and then like all of our stuff had spoiled obviously. And I just like immediately went out of the sales. So I was like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to make the best of this. I'm going to have a little fun. And I was like, 
nah, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. So I just, I ran around and saw who had build built up around us a little bit. Obviously not having the flying monkey, my flying mount or my T-Rex kind of made that difficult. Yeah. But yeah, man, if you're, if you're away from that game for like a week, it's just it just gone. cannibalizes everything. It was so, so depressing. So thinking all, how all the long dinosaurs we were that. dead. Every, everything we have is dead. Everything's gone. Wow. Not a soul left alive. So I bet if we logged in today, it's probably even worse. It's probably just <laughs> us on the ground. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, man, that is. The, yeah, that that game. I'm willing to try number two, but they need to uh, smooth it out a bit. I really want to try Genesis, but I think what we should do is not do a hosted server and we do or we're not do a dedicated server and just do a hosted on somebody's profile. And we just make a time to meet and then we'll just like yeah. we'll turn off like the all the stuff. We'll up the tranks time. We'll up the level thing. Yeah. Because I kind of want to get in there and just like enjoy it without having to worry about everything just crapping around us. Because mm-hmm. um, Genesis is pretty cool because like you get to go on missions and there's like space and I don't know. Uh, Maybe we try that. Yeah. Maybe we try it. But I heard somebody talking about a game that was like Diablo cross with vampires and Valheim, which that one sounded really interesting. Yeah. Is that the one on PC right now? Yeah. Uh, PC Game Pass. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good stuff about that, too. I think the Fire Escape podcast is talking about that. Yeah. So vampire something. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be pretty decent. I have to check that out. Um. Yeah, other than that, um, like I said, since the xCloud was not working that well for me, instead of trying anything new, I had downloaded that Shredders game when that came out, which uh, is, is a snowboarding game, not a game full of oh, yeah. sh- Shredders enemies from, it's not just a bunch of Shredders from TMNT. Um, so I, I think it was kind of an indie game that nobody really saw coming, but I booted up and I don't know if it's like some of the same dev team or just like heavy influence, but it, it feels a lot like amped. Um, kind of like the over the top, mm. but not as nearly as obnoxious or putrid as uh, what Riders Republic. Um, but there's still a lot of that. Hey dude stuff. I basically skipped every cutscene cause I was just like, I got no time for this. <laughs> I, after Riders Republic get Republic, my like, yeah, bra meters kind of busted. So, um, but I've been playing it and yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty on par with how amped worked. Uh, well, in a lot of those games, but amped in particular, it feels the most like with like how you charge your, your, your spins and like the way it locks under rails. I mean, it's not unlike riders Republic or steep, but it, it feels more amped in nature. Um, good game though. Like not overly challenging. Uh, visuals are decent. I want to get to the point though, where I'm doing, more open mountain stuff. Cause so far it's just all been mission to mission. Um, okay. Yeah. Which, which the missions are fine, um, but they're not overly long or overly complicated. So you kind of just feel like you're getting bits and pieces of stuff. And maybe I've been spoiled by things like steep and riders Republic where I can just go to the top of the mountain and do whatever I want. Just go but, wherever you want. Yeah. That was yeah. probably the last game I actually played on XCloud is that, uh, one end. It was, it ran pretty good, but the the only thing was it's like you said, it's, you know, more on the kind of realistic side. Like it's not like mm-hmm. a SS, you know, like straight up all in out of a, you know, straight up yeah. jump, you know? Yeah. When it's like telling you what specific grab you need to get, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, I mm-hmm. it's a perfect game for Game Pass because I would never buy that. And I don't know that it's like a $40. Maybe it's a $40 game, but um, I wouldn't have played it otherwise. And I thought it was, it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it actually just kind of made me want to go play Riders Republic again. But. <laughs> it seems bigger than your normal indie game, though, for sure. You know, the, like, yeah, for graphically sure. and yeah, everything. Well, and I like the I love the way they did the. Uh, the smart use of like cutscene. It's like everybody's face is covered, right? Like everybody's got scarves <laughs> and like I got like so they can voice them with anybody. It doesn't matter. They don't have to animate movements. It's just like yeah. a nodding head. It's like yeah, it's it's. It's intelligent. You saved yourself a bunch of work and animation. So, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter anyway. You know, it's you're, you're there to play the game. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's been it. Yeah, that's the extent of since the last podcast. Anything I've done gaming wise. Well, we got a ping pong table. Um, yeah, I saw you got a quote tweet. Ah, I did. Yes. So I went to, I was all excited about that. So we, yeah, we were at Walmart, hit the clearance aisle, tons of good, uh, clearance deals, but we got a $29 super clearanced out ping pong table. Then I mentioned on Twitter, I was like, I bet cheapy D would approve of this purchase. And then he like quote tweeted and gave me the captain Jack. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think Nate had commented on something later and he was like, what you, you give up an Oculus already. And then I, re- and he, you know, he'd reply at all. So cheapy was in there. And I was like, yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to use the Oculus to practice. Then I'll crush kids in the real table. And then cheapy <laughs> was like, I don't think it's a regulation table. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was pretty proud of myself for getting a, a reply from him. So yeah, <clears throat> he's uh he's bringing table tennis back one, one gamer at a mm. time, but that's been actually really fun. So we've, what what I will say is like to get a I assume I assume Walmart is like no if we're going to carry a ping pong table it needs to fit in this size space so they basically broke the table down into like something that would fit into four pieces into a box mm-hmm. so if you actually if you do the math on like what I paid for the amount of plywood I got I came up ahead by like fifty bucks <laughs> but holy shit twenty nine dollars a torture like so many screws and then it's got like four legs that you have to pop in like office chair roller wheels on. First one I pop it in and just shears the plastic in half. Oh geez. Like, well, this is this is fantastic. But um yeah, it's a good $29 investment. It folds up nice. We keep it in between the cars in the garage. Actually been playing it like pretty much every night. Go out there with the kids and play a little and try it. My daughter's getting pretty good. My son gets a little frustrated because I try to like coach him more to like pay attention, but he just kind of wants to he, he he can't get over like the spastic, just like slap your wrist. And I'm like, no, like you break the volley every time. Like it's a gentle thing. And yeah. So he gets frustrated, but yeah, we've been playing a lot. It's fun. Forgot how good table tennis is. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a foosball table and then you'll have well, pretty much your and whole. And I do have a rec- foosball table. Yeah. I got, yeah. The, I've got uh, my dad when I was a kid, he had like the old like douchemeister, like quality, like, really good tables. Mm. Um, and he gave it to me when we moved into this house, but I ran out of room as we had kids, but I still have it. It's actually in my shed. Oh, um, okay. I just don't actually have enough room to have that set up full time anywhere. So it, yeah. it's, it's there. I like foosball a lot, but I'm pretty good at it. So I can't imagine my kids would have fun playing mm. it. Plus, you know, inevitably someone's going to push that pole and hit me in the junk and I'm going to get real <laughs> pissed. So I'm just going to avoid that whole argument. Yeah. On the on the other note, though, like I did pick up a 
I don't know why, but like we were just talking about playing catch or something. And my son kind of fell off a T-ball after one season. And I was like, well, I'll buy a new glove, whatever. Cause I'm left-handed. So it's not like you just find an old glove cheap somewhere too often. So we've been playing catch and like, yeah, the, it was the old inevitable thing. Like three throws in, he took one right to the dinger, just oh, like no. completely missed it. And he's wearing <laughs> you know, those, like those mesh pants, like zero protection. <laughs> so, but he, he took it like a champ. He got up and then, you know, two throws later, had one bounce out of his glove and crack him on the skull. So he's learning. <laughs> yep. Keep the eye on the ball. Yep. I'm like, yeah, use your safety hand. I was like trying to explain to him like how to field a grounder. I'm like, here's how you do it. Here's the safety hand. Like, cause that's going to jump up and hit you in the belt yep. in the balls real hard and you're going to regret it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've been doing more um, actual real life sports game. Well, as much as table tennis is a sport than I have actual gaming, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's how it goes though. Summertime, right? Yeah. The end of hibernation at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, well, maybe it got down to freezing last week. <laughs> still yeah, true. Like I was trying to, I was asking my boss, I'm like, it's had to have snowed in June here. Right. He's like, Oh, I'm sure. And then we found out like the only months, the only months they say it hasn't been on record is August and September. But I, I call bullshit. Like I bet you it snowed in September for sure. Yeah. That There's, sounds. No, wait, no, it wasn't September. It was July and August. And we were questioning August even. Cause I'm like, nah, like some of those, the, sometimes the end of August is like frigid. Like yeah. I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah. So. I could see July, July, definitely probably not, but probably not. Yeah. But every other month, mm-hmm. totally, totally. It's global warming shit. Where's the warming? Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still 50 here. It's June. And then when it's almost really warm, it's raining because it's too hot. <laughs> Yes, and I'm I don't need any more damn rain. No. The basement's finally dry. Finally. Oh. My game room's still a mess, but what are you gonna do? Hmm. Well, you and I both saw a movie. I was gonna put it down on the list, but you beat me to it. Um Chippendale. Or is it even Chippendale or is it just Rescue Rangers that went to Oh yeah straight I, to Disney? I think it's just Rescue Rangers, maybe. So it's a weird VH1 behind the music or movie sort of style (laughs) film about animated characters that take place in the real world. Roger Rabbit style for some reason. Just ignore that Chip and Dale have been a thing by themselves ever since. Yeah. Before Rescue Rangers and after, but (laughs) yeah, that's true. They would before they had uh, clothes. Yes. Yeah, it was a it was a very strange take. It was also weird that Disney put that much effort into it and didn't put it in theaters because it's not like they've got a lot going on animation. I mean, I guess maybe theater numbers aren't that important anymore, but I don't know. What what was your kind of takeaway on that whole thing? I I I enjoyed it quite a bit while watching it because of I mean, it is a really weird take. It is definitely something that's different i mean roger rabbit is pretty close probably its closest comparison but yeah they stuff a lot more into this than you know roger rabbit has some of that on the fringes but they're still trying to tell the story of you know an actual like noir case and this is just like well we 
got to have a plot. We can't just put random stuff on the screen all the time. So <laughs> they put some sort of plot in there, but uh, yeah, I, you know, days later, it's like, well, you know, that's pretty much what that movie was. It was just references specifically for my age. I mean, I guess well, 100%. There, was, there was some stuff in there that the kids were surprised that were in there. There's like Disney Junior stuff in there too but uh yeah i don't know it, it, i it's better than most of the disney original stuff that they've put out so yes i think it like you said it probably could have been a theater theatrical release but um i don't know they probably just didn't have faith in people even remembering what the rescue rangers were yeah yeah, I think so. I always thought it was I th- to me the whole thing that threw it off was like Dale was the breakout character. Like he was like, oh, he was the star in the whole scenario. That's the reason they unraveled. And I was like, no, Dale was the moron. Like <laughs> he was if a anybody funny one, was though. gonna Yeah, sure, but if anyone was gonna break out and be the big hit, like I, Dale wasn't it for me, I guess. <laughs> Dale's the one that you'd find like drinking himself to death with like the rest of Motley Crew, I, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> He kind of didn't though either, right? Like he got the one. Yeah, that's true. He did. Kind and of then fail. after that, it was just, he was just kind of the guy living his same, pretending to be the same thing. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I don't know. I, I think I had an okay time watching it, but I was never like laughing out loud at it. I just, I think the whole plot being so like bonkers just kind of took it to a different place for me to where. There was some nostalgia, but also a lot of like, why is this happening? Um, and then the whole, I mean, the whole thing that really made it, and I'm not probably spoiling it for anyone in this audience at this point, but just like the fact that creepy Sonic from the <laughs> original like screening of Sonic the Hedgehog movie was in that and the main character, they call him ugly Sonic, I think, yeah. right? That's his, that's his thing. I just thought that was... <laughs> Pretty amazing because I'm guessing they had to get a lot of people to sign off on that to make that okay. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty funny. Although, like my wife pointed out, like, because we just watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2 also. And she's like, but that Sonic has teeth. I'm like, yeah, but I think it's the Uncanny Valley thing where, like, <laughs> Ugly Sonic appeared to have human dentures where yeah. where the new design is is more, like, animated and fits his face better. But Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I mean, it was, and it's just not just a one-off joke. He's oh yeah, he's a main character. A yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. So Sonic, do they count the the grossing, um, like clicks and views and like Disney subscriptions towards the Sonic Two uh, total net gross? Then <laughs> does Ugly Sonic contribute? Yeah, I don't know. That's it's been a big year for Sonic. That's pretty yeah. sure the biggest wow. year ever. I wonder in like 10 years, if you watch this movie, like if you would barely even remember. Oh, I'm sure that being a thing. Yeah. Well, and then in another 10 years, like we'll give it 20 years. And most people won't remember who half those people, half the characters and cameos mm-hmm. were. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Like you said, it's just a cameo scavenger hunt. And uh, I think a lot of those were a stretch for our kids, probably beyond oh, Chip yeah. and Dale, who my kids only know who they are. Cause I bought the box set and made them watch it. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is the greatest show ever. And you rewatch it and you're like, yeah, this wasn't probably as good as I remembered it being. <laughs> yeah. They do yeah. go. I mean, they definitely, it's definitely for our age more than anything else. I mean, for sure. 
for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's all very adult themed. Not, I mean, not adult, adult, but like it's PG thirteen pretty much throughout. Yeah, I'm just surprised that they uh, actually they kind of honed in on the Disney afternoon stuff too. You know, there's a lot yeah. of those guys in there. Um, I guess other than Goof Troop, those guys didn't show up. But how do you think Gadget and um, what's his name get it on? <laughs> Because it seems like that'd be a hot dog in a hallway situation, yeah. right? God. What was Z- the fly's name again? I forget. Zip, zipper, right? Zip. Zippy? Zippy? Maybe? Zipper? zipper? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was that was kind of strange. Um, a lot of people were upset that they, they didn't think they were going to be in there. And I'm like, of course they're going to be in there. At oh, some yeah, point. the whole cast has to be in there for sure. Yeah, they brought everyone back. Even some of the villains and stuff. So that yeah. was cool. It's I think her seem it, the voice sounds the exact same yeah i thought it so seems too. like the same voice maybe i don't know if not it was somebody who really nailed it yeah but her voice was in a lot of the disney afternoon stuff as well so yeah <sighs> yeah weird choice should we talk about like the, the the surprising thing is like how much of it isn't disney either mm-hmm. um yeah, so ugly like what, Sonic, as we mentioned for sure, but that's just right. the tip of the iceberg. Right. I mean, it gets into a lot of the DreamWorks stuff. And I mean, even like adult stuff like mm-hmm. South Park Hanna and Barbera. Beavis and Butthead. And it's yeah. just, it's unreal how much they got for that. I mean, they have to be making deals for each one of those, I would think. Yeah, the amount of money they probably spent on just licensing alone has to be astronomical. Yeah, and especially the way like they treated it, like so, like Shrek is just the the only visual of Shrek is getting burned, you know, like to a crisp. <laughs> As you and, should. Uh, so, like in the original Roger Rabbit, the, the legend goes that like the Looney Tunes, Bugs and Daffy are in there, and the deal was that they had to split the same amount of screen time and same like space on the screen as like mickey mouse and daffy duck sure and that's why you know yeah like two time, seconds of each of them yeah there's there's bugs and there's mickey on the same frame you know and there's mm-hmm. you know the dueling pianos or whatever and uh yeah warner brothers they said yeah you can use looney tunes if you know for this movie but we'll probably call you back for some sort of favor you know and uh Years later, I don't remember what the project was, but they called Disney back and they're like, hey, can we use Mickey or something for something? They're like, "Uh, no, you can't use Mickey. (laughs) So I was a little surprised that the only mention of Looney Tunes that I saw, at least I saw, was a frozen dinner of Foghorn Leghorn in the freezer. So it's like, boy, they just they just went after him again on that one. It seems like he'd be really dry. Yeah. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, it was, it was quite the, I mean, that, and that was maybe the overall takeaway was like, it was just fun to see how much stupid shit they threw in there and like threw at the wall and like how many properties they touched. And yeah. I mean, it gets people excited in the moment. I mean, my kids saw Doc McStuffins and lost their shit about it. So Doc McStuffins has no place anywhere, let alone the Rescue Rangers <laughs> movie. Doc, Mc, Doc McStuffins is an abomination. Uh, I hate that cartoon so much. Yeah. Uh, the only, I mean, the, the logic in the cartoon, 
this is a side tangent on Doc McStuffins that were going on on this video game podcast, but in the first few seasons, it's all made up stuff. She's just doing fixing animal or her stuffed animals in an imagination or whatever. Right. And then the later seasons, it's as I mean, she's in a real hospital of she's a doctor in this hospital. She's gotten her degree. She can now I, do X-rays and yeah. I luckily didn't have to watch the, I, I didn't ever get out of the playhouse era. So, okay. <clears throat> I, yeah, uh, you're lucky. That, that was going to be one, my one last point in this movie was like, you know how like Disney movies used to kind of have like a lesson and like a moral, <laughs> like a real <laughs> no. feel good takeaway. <laughs> yeah. But like this movie did not have any of that at all. Like, my kids weren't walking away with any like gratifying, like I grew as a person because of the outcome of this movie thing. So, right. Well, even though like villain is in really bad taste because I mean, the story of the real kid that was Peter Pan, like he actually, his voice changed and then they basically kicked him to the curb and then, Oh really? Yeah. And then he became like a terrible, yeah. I mean, he just became a homeless guy and like died alone overdose or something like that so it's like it's once you know the story of that it's like really bad taste of see how they <laughs> treated no peter idea. pan in this but yikes <laughs> yeah that's way worse yeah <laughs> shame on you disney i this will probably be this will probably be one that i'll need to go back and rewatch one more time maybe just kind of maybe maybe not anytime soon but the next year or so just to kind of let it sink back in but yeah I got my second screening of Sonic 2 in though over the weekend as well because I have access to a Plex server and somebody had that on there. Although it's on Paramount this week now, so I guess Mm -hmm. you could could stream it and watch it. But still good. Second time. Still like it. Still agree with everybody's uh, comments on like, boy, just adding a little bit of music and a couple original sound effects would have made... Would have made that a lot better. But it's still good, so I'm not going to complain. And Jim Carrey is amazing in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie is definitely the best video game movie. Yeah, I saw it just, it's third place now. It's just got to overtake Uncharted and World of Warcraft <clears throat> globally. But yeah, it's like 345 million, Jeez. I think. Wow. So you consider, you know, when you consider like box offices aren't, aren't fully open around the world, like for most of that run, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty astonishing. And then. I'd imagine it's going to at least overtake Uncharted because the amount it'll make on on-demand and then DVD sales. Because that all counts towards it, right? Like the gross, I think. Maybe not the box yeah. office. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, the, I'm the not sure how that will. works. The streams will for sure. I think it'll I think it'll take over Uncharted. but Yeah. Which that's also been on the Plex server, but I haven't been able to bring myself to watch that yet. So. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Yeah. So um we've been also watching another thing in this house where uh my son got a figure, like a build a figure thing of uh Vegeta. So he was building that and he had no idea what that's from. Oh no. He took it to school and then people were telling him what it was, and I'm like, Oh yeah, it's Dragon Ball or whatever. So then I found my old DVD, started watching that with the kids now and Did you start with a dragon ball or dragon ball z dragon ball z i remember okay. right dragon ball is a little bit i maybe. like dragon yeah i like dragon ball though no it's good but, but it's a little bit more adult 
right? Like there was a lot more like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's maybe like some more lewd Ro- references. Yeah. Roshi was definitely more of a pervert. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I like it. It's a good lead up into Dragon yep. Ball Z because it's not a soap opera yet, right? Like it's still a kids kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. And then so we, you know, Dragon Ball Z starts out with a bang. And then it dies. It hits the loop. Oh, my gosh. It just recycles. It becomes like a loop every season, right? We're, well, we're not even through the first season. And it's like it's Goku running on this snake bridge thing for like. I think it's like 15 episodes now and they just randomly show like, oh, here he is. He's running some more. Oh, yeah. Remember what Goku's doing? He's running and nothing is. So you guys even you guys haven't even hit Vegeta yet. You haven't nope. hit like any of that. No, Ma it's John the, Boo or whatever. No, it's the uh, first Saiyan comes and then they beat him and then they're like, oh, Vegeta and this other guy is coming in a year. Or so, yeah, he's got to get over 9000. Yeah. So it's all of that. And there's a lot of episodes that nothing happens in. And I think that gets worse. As that show yeah, goes on, a hundred percent. And there's a lot of those fights that nothing happens because, like, eventually you've seen it all. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it is basically the template for pro wrestling. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's all it is, and maybe that's the Japanese take on it because, like, it was happening alongside a lot of that. Because we didn't get, we were what were we ten? We were about ten years off in the United States, right? But by the time the series started coming over here, it had already been in existence for at least ten years, I think. Sure. Overseas. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I was trying to figure out when it was, cause these are dated like 89 and I'm like, I know. Yeah. No, we they were not. not. Yeah. I want to say it was about a 10 year delay before translation. They got brought over. And a lot of that was through the cartoon network and adult mm-hmm. swim stuff. And cause I remember that was like late at night, they would play blocks of it. Now that's when I got hooked into it. Yep. It's just so stupid. I mean, it is just a soap opera. That's all. Oh it yeah. Is. Yeah. Nonsensical, but man, it's good. Are your, your kids getting into it? They like it pretty good, but the, it, you could definitely tell if you watch like two in a row, then they're like, okay, that's enough yeah. for now. <laughs> yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, yeah, I kind of have a love hate with that show. Like I got really into it, but like, I don't know that I could go back to, I guess if it was on, I would watch it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to ingest more yeah. Dragon Ball. Yeah. And I don't think I've, <clears throat> I probably only seen half of it overall. Like those later seasons, like Majan Buu and all those, I don't even know who those guys are or what they were doing. Yeah. I don't remember any of that stuff. Yeah. If I did watch it, but. Well, then there's like all the updated series following that. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I've- I've tried watching Piccolo. a little of the G- GT and that's not good. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I didn't, I never liked GT. Just didn't get into it. I am, um, as far as <laughs> it's funny, I guess old stuff too. If we're talking about old things from showing our kids, I was sitting down the other day and like scrolling through um, YouTube and like YouTube's got, I don't know, for whatever reason, there's a lot of really good like classic comedies on um, YouTube that are just free to watch. So I've been kind of going through some of those, but I scrolled across and there was like son-in-law. I was like, man, I haven't seen son-in-law in at least like 
20 years. Is that the Polly Shore one? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's his yeah. big one. Like it's his outside of Encino man. Like it's, it's the main Polly Shore vehicle. I would argue because it's his, it's his is like starring role. And that holds up. That's a pretty good movie. Really? Um, okay. What was yeah. the plot of that again? I'm trying to remember. So small town girl leaves to go to school in like LA, you know, has a boyfriend at home or whatever. And then she can't hack it. Polly Shore befriends. And he's like a weird hipster, you know, the weasel character basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then she gets paranoid that the boyfriend's going to propose when they go, when she goes home for holiday break. So she devises the plan, like oh, I'll bring weasel along or crawl. They call it his characters crawl in that one. So I'll bring him back home to like my little podunk town and, you know, he'll deflect and whatever. And so then they pretend they're engaged. The other guy can't propose. And yeah, it's a whole big dumb thing. And then, you know, the whole circle comes around and they fall in love. But I also forgot that like Tiffany Amber Thiessen's in there. Like, really? Post huh. the, you know, um, say by the bell stuff when she was like, mm -hmm. really hot still back then. So yeah, yeah. it's nice. She strips, huh. she strips and dances in that mm -hmm. movie. So, huh. Not strip so much, but as much as they could in dances. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, much better movie than I remember it being. And then when we finished that, it recommended or the 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 kid from the sandlot was in it, right? I was like, well, we we've watched the sandlot. Like, let's watch the big green, because that guy's also in the big green. We found <laughs> that on Disney Plus. That is an awful movie. Way worse than you might remember. And I didn't have high <laughs> expectations anyway. But boy, does that suck. So wonder where that kid is now. Probably jail. I don't know. Yeah. I think I saw him on some podcasts recently. And I, I think there was like that big reunion, like Sandlot reunion a few years back. Oh yeah. I, I want to say like, he's doing pretty well for himself. Like, you know, if you compare him to like a Goldberg status, <laughs> like he's, he's doing pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I'm, su to I'm surprised like how much of that free stuff like Netflix is raising their prices and, you know, cutting stuff. And it's like, you log on to two yeah. B or something like that. And it's like, there's a lot of shit on here, you know? Well, even the Roku channel. Cause like, Oh, it's all yeah. I have is Roku TVs and like <clears throat> tons of movies, tons of good comedies. Like sometimes they don't have the whole series run, but you'll get like three seasons at a time. It's like, I could easily not pay for anything between YouTube and like the free stuff. I mean, you got crackle, you could watch Joe two. That's amazing for free. Yep. Uh, isn't <laughs> that uh so what is the what is that weird owl like biopic? Um that's like a Roku one, isn't it? Like that's gonna be straight free, I think. Yeah, I think that's only Roku. Right? Yeah, yeah, starring Harry Potter, which is such a weird choice. But I watched that trailer and like he kind of nails it. Like he looks the part. I mean, he's way more ripped than I think um mm -hmm. Weird Owl probably ever was, but <laughs> I think they're also probably trying to do a little more like satire than straight life story, but yeah. Cause well, I mean, his life story is basically <clears throat> like this guy's awesome and nobody does anything with him, which is depressing. I was watching following that uh, trailer <clears throat> because I watched the trailer on YouTube. So then it recommended in my recommended feed, it was like the VH one behind the music of weird Al, which I didn't know he had done. And it was like right after the Coolio, like, uh, Amish paradise days and like they went through his like whole catalog and everything. And like, you didn't, you totally forget like how many platinum albums that dude has mm -hmm. like a shit ton, like yep. 
pretty much everything he touched. Like he didn't hit with everyone, but like every other album, like he nailed it for the most part. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Some of those were bigger than the actual song themselves. It seems like. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And then they were, the best part though, is they were interviewing. So they interviewed a few people who were in UHF, which was like his movie that just bombed. Right. Cause it like released on the same weekend as like Batman and Mm. Indiana Jones and like seven movies that just crushed it. But the one guy's like, I'm so proud of my work on UHF. He's like, and people talk about the residuals. Well, let me show you. And he pulls up his check. And it's it's literally a check for the residual of UHF. And it's made out for 30 cents. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so good. <clears throat> That'll be a cool one. I'll have to, I'll have to watch that. Uh, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's a pretty damn good actor outside of. Harry Potter. I mean, he was good in Harry Potter, but he's been good outside of it too. Yeah. Well, my, when I was growing up, I had weird LCDs that are listened to and, you know, some of them would be like the polka ones or whatever. And my dad is a huge polka fan because he's part of that age group. And, uh, you know, he would ask, Hey, who's this? You know, because I'm listening to a polka thing. Well, it's funny. And I said, well, it's weird Al Yankovic. And he's a Yankovic. Then he whips out all of the other Yankovic, his, his Frank, his dad, Frankie yeah. Yankovic, and starts putting those on. And I'm like, no, this is not related. It's, it, it's ironic polka. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, man. that was funny. They talked about that in the documentary, too. He's like, yeah, somehow my parents thought there needed to be another Yankovic who played the accordion. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> He was talking about too, like how his parents were just so overprotective and overbearing that he grew up um, literally across the street from his school and his mom would stand in the window with binoculars on and watch him while he was out at recess in a gym. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, I could see how you'd grow up a little repressed and then come out kind of goofy. So (laughs) pretty funny. Uh, I think he's... His last album was big too, right? Like he did the like whole final hurrah where all those streaming platforms got exclusive music videos. Like College Humor had one, and it was like oh. two thousand. I don't know. It was probably eight years ago now, but yeah, I feel yeah. like twenty fifteen ish. He had that last. He said it was gonna be like his like, last full length album. He's like, the world's gone to singles. Like, I'm not doing this again. But sure, a few hits. And then white and nerdy before that, of course. So, yeah, still pretty relevant. Do you remember though the '90s television, the Weird Al Yankovic show? No, you never saw that. I, I guess the I, bare naked ladies were his in-house band. Really? Yeah. Wow. What was that? What was that on? That must I don't been know. Cable it was one of the networks. Right? Yeah, it was. It was during the Saturday morning block. It only ran for one season. And it was not particularly good. I do remember that, but I watched it still because I was like, it's Weird Al. Like, that's amazing. It was kind of huh. like just a take on UHF almost, really. Huh. But yeah, I remember the Bare Naked Ladies would do like the, the music in between segments. Pretty funny. Especially for a kid's cartoon show to have a band, your house band be Bare Naked Ladies. Huh. But. Yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> speaking of that. <clears throat> Since we were talking about Rescue Rangers and all that trivia, or all that nostalgia, I, I thought we should do a trivia, 90s cartoon trivia. Ooh, yeah. And since 
you're the only available person to ask questions I, to. I won already. You might win this one. <laughs> and I hate that this is question number one. All right. You ready for this? 90s cartoon trivia. What was oh, the yeah. favorite food of the talking orange cat Garfield? Because the internet is mocking me. Oh, lasagna. I, you might, <laughs> you might've nailed that one. I watched a YouTube video today about some like dark ride of like a uh, Garfield. It was like okay. basically like one of those, the, it's like a love tunnel type ride, but it was Garfield themed. Okay. And the guy was like getting emails of stories of what was happening inside there. And he's like, Oh my gosh, there was a lot of, there's a lot of sex and naked stuff going on in the Garfield love tunnel. Right. <laughs> That's so disturbing. Could yeah. you imagine losing it on a Garfield ride? <laughs> uh, it's bad. Okay. What was Tommy's surname in the Rugrats? Uh, pickles, right? Yep. Got it. Okay. Which nineties cartoon featured a pet chimpanzee named Darwin? Ooh. This one might be a little after our time. It was still popular though. Just because it's a monkey, is it like wild thornberries or something like that? Yep. Yep. Okay. That's it. Um, what was the show called featuring two talking mice that ran for four seasons, sixty-six episodes, and was a spin-off to give it to you here, and was a spin-off <laughs> from Animaniacs? uh pinky in the brain yeah probably my favorite that was probably my favorite show of the 90s yeah i thought that was great because pinky in the brain was like one of the highlights of animaniacs yep all right who lived with their grandparents at sunset arms boarding house that hey arnold yes it is hey arnold i didn't even have nickelodeon this one I got wrong, um, but maybe you'll get it. Which founded first, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Probably Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's what I guessed too, but it is, in fact, Cartoon Network. Really? Huh. Yeah. What was the color of Johnny Bravo's t-shirt? Oh, black. Nailed it. Who had a dog named Porkchop? Oh, uh, Rocco, right? Nope. That was Spike. Oh. I think so. This is Doug. Doug had a dog named. Oh, Jeff. sure. Uh, what type of animal? Would, this is a good one. What type of animal was Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh crap! What is it called? A marmoset? No, wallaby. Wallaby. A wallaby. Yes. Yes. What was the relationship of cow and chicken in the cartoon called Cow and Chicken? <laughs> A sexual nature, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, uh, man, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, that one was pretty short-lived. They were siblings. I think they were brother and sister of, of sorts. So huh. that all came out during like the Bonkers Cartoon Network, like I Am Baboon and all that sort of crazy bad oh, shit. Sure. Angry Beavers. All right, Huey, Dewey, and Louie are the lead characters of which 90s classic cartoon? Boy, which one? Because there's DuckTales and then there's uh, Quack Pack. I never heard of that one. Yeah, that was a later one. I think that was out like almost at the end of Disney afternoon. 
Final answer? I'll say DuckTales. Yeah, you got it. That one's a little misleading, though, because I wouldn't say that they're the lead characters. No. I feel like that rotated in that show. Okay, so what's the name of the 90s cartoon that features three kindergarten-age girls, Buttercup, Bubbles, and Blossom, who live with their scientist father? Hmm. Powerpuff Girl. You ever get into that? No. Yeah, me either. I didn't really, I didn't really have Cartoon Network at all. Like, for whatever reason, when I was a kid, they would sometimes have Nickelodeon over the air, like, for a really? month. It was really weird. It was weird. I don't know if it was like but a licensing dish or what. Yeah, I don't know if it was like that type of deal or like a licensing deal where they could just, you know, do it for a month or I don't know. It was weird. Hmm. Yeah, I never had either in our hometown. It wasn't available. So like Nickelodeon and <clears throat> Cartoon Network is always like that. Oh, if we're staying in a hotel, like when I'm not in mm-hmm. the pool, all I'm doing is binging this. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, what is Hank's live in niece called the nineties cartoon King of the Hill? Why didn't they just say what, what her name is? Like what she called, called? what's called niece, a hillbilly (laughs) skank. Yeah. Uh, Luanne. Yeah. Nailed it. Who owns a very tatty Barbie doll named Cynthia? Uh, Angelica. Yes, that is correct. Uh, name the cartoon that focuses on the life of a nine-year-old Arnold Shortman. Well, I suppose Hey Arnold. Yeah, then why, why give you the first well, name? Yeah. Terrible question. Trivia these, games group. These are a lot of like cable cartoon. I know. There's no. I couldn't Not, find one on Disney Afternoon Alone because that would have been or ideal. even Saturday morning stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is all the Nick and Nick and mm. Cartoon Network shit. Um, so this 90s cartoon featuring four adolescent boys became infinite, infamous for its profanity, dark, surreal humor aimed more towards adults. Is that 90s really? I suppose it was tail end of 90s, right? Hmm. You know this one. Four boys, adult. <laughs> Still on the air. Still on the air. Basketball. Oh, my gosh. oh, sure. South Park. Yep. Duh. South Park. I. Th- I thought like profanity. I didn't think the most profanity. Right, yeah, yeah, the one that really went for it. Right. Uh, this one's a stupid one too. Who is SpongeBob SquarePants' best friend? Ooh, that's tricky. I mean, it could be Gary, but I'll say yeah, that's uh, true. Patrick. Was that even a '90s cartoon? Did that start in the '90s or was mm, that 2000s? That's a good question. I want to say 2000. I we get, can you check this now? Do you have your phone by you? Or you at the computer, you uh, look yeah, this I'm up. Good. I think I'm going to call shenanigans on this because I think it was 2000. May 1st, 1999. Wow. No. Really? Okay. 13 seasons, 13 seasons, 276 episodes. It's amazing that they're still getting made. And now Patrick has his own show. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. At least on Paramount. Huh. All right. So what? Is the competent purple-haired one-eyed captain 
of the Planet Express ship in Futurama called? Why don't they just ask the name of these people? That's so stupid. Competent one-eyed captain. Yeah, they have a first name here, but you can just go with what they call her on the show. Leela, right? Yep, Leela. Yeah. Yeah, Tur- they have Taranga Leela, but yeah, she just went by Leela oh, for yeah. the most part, so... Now, what's the name of the award-winning American animated horror comedy TV series that was about a kind canine that wasn't very brave? Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yep. Yep. That was... Huh. I didn't know that had horror elements to it, but... Really? Did you ever watch that? I didn't. No, I haven't. Oh, that show is great. Yeah, basically it's... The dog lives, they live like in the Midwest or like middle of nowhere on a farm. And he lives with like two elderly, like an elderly couple. And like the old man's always getting pissed at the dog for making too much noise or doing something. And the lady's always oblivious. And then like shit always hits the fan, like a succubus will move in to like the house and like try to murder them all. And only the dog is like aware of it. Yeah, it's you got to watch it. I think it's on some streaming platforms, but that show is awesome. It's huh. super twisted, like really probably too twisted for most kids to watch. Wow. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Well, there are a few more questions there, but they all just keep recycling about the wild thornberries. So oh, yeah. I'm just going to cut it off here and declare you the official winner of this I round won. of trivia. Yep. Audience, I hope you kept up and gave. I don't know. Did you miss any? You missed one. I can't remember which one. Maybe one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Not that Biff hard. Got zero. Yeah, Biff lost. Taking the taking the X on that one. Red X. Mm. I almost thought we had the podcast back. Yeah. This is the new normal, everyone. <laughs> Two guys who don't play games who have a video game <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, this is what you all tuned in for but here here i'm gonna make a bold statement though if for anyone who's still listening we are gonna come back next episode with a byron burn because yeah we need one and after we get done with this episode we're gonna plan that out because i've been hankering for some byron burning sounds, sounds good to me yeah we were at 54 minutes have we ever done a podcast that was under an hour we have, do we have something to fill six minutes with? Oh boy. How about, Shit. how about, uh, I, I've been diving down the internet rabbit hole. Are you aware of Necro Goblicon? <laughs> the metal band that only writes about goblins and all albums and songs are goblin based. I have not, but it sounds interesting. Yeah. Not- so. I think you'd be, I think you'd dig this. So they, they started the band as like a joke and then they made a music video. Somebody offered to do the music video for them and the music video went viral. Cause I got this guy to be like the goblin, like this actor and like play as the, like the, you know, kind of like an elfish sort of character, uh, like that sort of thing. It went viral and the band blew up. And they kept getting asked to go on like these massive tours, but it was always contingent on the troll or the goblin showing up or the troll. So then they had to incorporate this non-musician 
guy who they've now named John Goblicon, who's in like all their music videos for the last like six years. And then what's bad, what's even better is they gave him like a talk show. So they've got this like right now with John Goblicon on their, like, on their, on their YouTube channel. And he just interviews celebrities and basically just like shits on them. The one with Bobby Lee is freaking hilarious. Like he's just like making so much fun of Bobby Lee. Oh, it's yeah. And the music's fine. Like if you like metal, it's just like, generic metal but then every music video are these like super overproduced like videos starring this goblin that always end in like everything going wrong and people being murdered left and right <laughs> so yeah that sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah i highly recommend it it's it's pretty entertaining i was watching their newest music video the other day and i showed my kids i thought my son thought it was pretty funny my wife was a little horrified by the by the end of the video but <laughs> it's good stuff I mean, I wouldn't be caught listening to that on my Spotify playlist, but if you want to go down the internet rabbit hole, there are worse ways to spend like 20 minutes. (laughs) But no trolls. Trolls are not allowed. Yeah. Just goblins. Yeah, just goblins. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And like the the interviews always just like basically turn into everyone asking like questions to him about like if he's got like anatomy or like where he comes from. And (laughs) it's pretty funny. Uh, you'll have to check it out. The, the talk show is probably where it's at. Like if you're not into the music, but yeah, yep. that was Ryan's internet rabbit hole. Necro Goblicon, everybody. I, yeah. I didn't get us to an hour though. Sorry. So like, that's like the best format, like talk shows. Yeah. That are like, ironically, like there's something weird about it outside the box, you know? Yeah. It was like when they gave elf his own talk show. Right. That was oh, like, cool. Yeah, Space Ghost was like yes, amazing. Man, Space Ghost, Brack Show. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> Eric Eric Andre is pretty good for a talk show too. Yeah, but- that's true. We need more of that. We need like a satirical talk show again. <laughs> because yeah, that torch has not been carried. There was like a good run where there was like somebody doing it. Through most of the early 2000s. But it has gone away. Because the thing is, is like celebrities are too proud to like be made fun of it. Like, you know, they won't show up to just like be dunked on. Because thanks to social media, they're dunked on constantly for everything they do. So there's no reason to like make an appearance and like know that that's going to be over the internet. And everyone's going to be laughing at you. Because that's just life. Yeah. Well, they can do the same thing on a podcast now and then sell it to Spotify for millions of dollars. So you see that deal? Yeah, that was crazy. Team Coco, $150 million for like 10. They said it was like the whole network. So it's like 10 ish podcasts in general, which I wasn't even aware of. I knew of Conan's. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to get that. Oh, maybe they're just like, we're making so much off Joe Rogan. We got to get this Coco deal. <laughs> but like, it's perfect for him because I suppose he's focusing on whatever that HBO show is going to be. Mm hmm. You know, why not take the paycheck now? Like, get not out that he it, wasn't yeah. already set for retirement, but like 150 million, everyone involved takes a nice payday. And yeah. I wonder if like a podcast market has like reached saturation point, like the amount of people that will listen to podcasts have reached the amount of time that they're going to be played. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like, I was always the podcast guy and like, I, I'll still keep an earbud in at work, but like, 
I have people, I have people in my rotation and podcasts that I would have like always gone to that. I just don't get to anymore. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down to like consistently. I've got three podcasts every week that I'm definitely going to listen to. And then sometimes I get to the fourth, but beyond that very much. Yeah. I'm pretty much in the same boat. Once go Nintendo revived itself that like pretty much kicked out. Cause go Nintendo is like three hours now. So that pretty Jeez. much killed. I pretty much killed two of the podcasts I used to listen to. And now that you turn me onto the firewatch podcast, like I'm even like to the point where I'm not even listening to next lander anymore and I'm still paying their Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that, what are your thoughts on that? Like next lander has been a disappointment to me. Like the energy's not there like three. And then like, you know, they're, they're doing the same thing they used to do on giant mom where it's like three hours, but it just doesn't hold the attention. I find mm-hmm. myself like almost never finishing one. If I listen to it at all. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way because I mean, they do a little bit at the front where they just do talk about bullshit, but I don't know if much changes between <laughs> like yeah. two of them have, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a different type of world altogether, you know, podcast now than what it was at giant bomb before the pandemic. And, you know, yeah. And even giant bomb is so like far removed from what that used to be that I just don't listen to it. Yeah. I can't, I haven't listened to that in a long time. I'm pretty much like, yeah, I think, I think go Nintendo coming back is like, that's now like back in my, favorite video gaming podcast and then just like firewatch is so hard to be just for the nonsense like i i just listened to the latest episode today and like there's like a 30 minute discussion about like just stupid stuff like just farts and like random things that just adults shouldn't talk about but somehow they do and yeah they don't play i mean they don't talk about video games until like an hour and a half into the show sometimes that like revelation too in the latest episode where dan talks about how like his parents got married, had oh, him, yeah. <laughs> and then his dad moves out into like his buddy's place. And then like he he would go see his dad, like Big Dan, and then Big Dan moves in with the mom and starts like so weird. And he's like, yeah, and isn't a kid. You don't have the res- perspective to realize how weird that is. Like, yeah, of course you don't. You were like six. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that he was like, no, everybody got along. They were great. Same bowling league and like, cool. Explains yep. a lot about Dan, I guess, but. Yeah, that's Ugh. crazy. I think I have, I had a buddy. I guess I'm still friends with him, but like his grandparents split one. Well, keep in mind, I'm from a small town, but his grandparents split on both sides and then swapped <laughs> and remarried and are, we're still together. I mean, I assume until they died, but isn't that bonkers? Like how, how awkward is that Thanksgiving, right? Oh, Wow. They just, yeah, they just pick which side to go to. Yeah. Called the whole family's there. It's got to be so uncomfortable for his parents, too. Like, oh, this is so weird. It's like the in-laws of my in-laws. Wow. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so then it's your, is it your, is it your... That I mean, it gives a whole new meaning to mother-in-law, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> it's weird. Oh, yeah, that's small world. Yeah, a lot of horny, lonely people out there. So, yeah, I get it in a small town setting, though. They took a ride on the Garfield ride and fell in love. (laughs) What are you going to do? Hate Mondays. That's what you're going (laughs) to (laughs) do. All right, we made it to an hour. (laughs) Yay! Sorry, everybody, for the last 10 minutes. That's what you're here for, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ramblings of madness. Padding. Yes. <laughs> I like how we're under no contractual obligation, nor do we get paid to have a set length podcast or reach an hour, but But damn it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. That's we're all about it. Sixty minutes or bust. We have to have a standard. Yeah. Sixty seconds for intercourse, sixty minutes for a podcast. It's a life work. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're uh, stuck taking us out, so Yeah, all right. So, uh, if you want to contact us, maybe you know where to find us. Maybe not. That's uh, we can rental podcasts at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Tell me the stories of uh, some romantic encounters that you had on any type of amusement park ride. I'd love to hear it. Um, you might it, we might not keep it anonymous. So, but yeah, yeah, you should be proud of it either way. Use a code name. Yep. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Yeah, Twitter. I mean, we can. I don't update it, but yeah, it's there. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Twitter, we are. Yeah, we tweet. But that's pretty much all we got. And uh, till next time, be kind, rewind, and fuck Friday or Mondays, not Fridays. Well, Fridays. <laughs> Fridays are the best. How dare you yeah. fuck him? John Goblicon would be upset with you. <laughs>